Welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Shana Recker, and I help entrepreneurs be, do, and have more in life through sharing the strategies and the mindset tools that have helped me build multiple six-figure online businesses. The mission behind this show is simple, to allow more people to pursue their most meaningful goals, take the right actions, and make their desires become a reality. This podcast and our guests will help you make a quantum leap from where you are to where you want to be. And before you jump into this episode today, don't forget to go and download the Nail Your Niche free guide and online tool to help you get super clear with your niche so that you can attract in those dream clients. You can grab that at shanarecker.com forward slash niche. Now let's dig in. Welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Shana Rucker, and today we are talking about 21 things that 2021 has taught me, and these are in life and in business, and they are also in no particular order. So just to give you a little back um, story on where this list, why I generated this list, and was actually from a reel that I created, um, just showing some pictures over the course of 2021, and it got me thinking about what did I learn this year? Like this year for me, 2021 was a really interesting year for me. It was, there was a lot of sort of ups and downs in this year. And so I just started compiling this list in for this particular reel. I was like, what would be 21 things that I could say that I learned this year? And I just started thinking about my year. And then I was like, oh yeah, I did that. What did that teach me? And then I would, then I would just type it out. And it's a really interesting exercise, to be honest, if you haven't done something like this, just reflect over the course of the past year and think about the different scenarios and situations that you've been a part of and, or that you've experienced over the year and really look for the lesson in them because there's always something to learn, I think, in everything that we do. And so that's just what I did. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, that taught me that. And oh, I learned this. So I'm going to share, this is a three-part series that I'm doing. This is part number one. I'm going to go through the first seven things that 2021 has taught me. And like I said, these are in no particular order. My mind was kind of jumping all over the place. I was jumping from the beginning of the year to the middle of the year to the end of the year. I was kind of, kind of jumping around, but, um, and they are things that a lot of these are business things. I've got, I'm not going to lie. It's been, it was a really interesting year for me in business. I had a lot of sort of twists and turns, um, but some of them are also just good life stuff that I've learned as well. So let's chat about it. Let's talk about it. So the first thing I put on my list was number one is your thoughts, create your results. Now I didn't just learn this this year, but I will say I went really, I, I learned this, you know, years ago, but the whole concept, and it's not even a concept, it's a truth that your thinking creates your future results was something that I really studied a lot this year. I actually went full into mindset coaching uh, in actually 2020. And then a lot of those things that I learned in 2020, I implemented this year in 2021. And really noticing and creating an awareness around how my thinking was actually impacting my future results. And it's doing it for everyone, whether you like it or not, that's the thing, right? But what I did this year is I actually noticed how that was, how my thoughts were impacting my future. And it's actually more than just your thoughts, to be totally honest. It's actually your feelings. It's your thoughts and your feelings combined that create the energy that attracts those things back to you. And to take that a step further, and here's where the lesson was really for me, when I say thoughts create your results, it's actually so much deeper than that. But 
It's really the deep rooted subconscious thoughts and feelings that create your results. Because we hear this all the time, positive affirmations, you know, think positively and you can force yourself to think positive thoughts. But if you have subconscious or deep rooted negative or, or, you know, not even like negative or positive, it doesn't matter either way. It's you're creating what you're creating, whether it's good or bad, but those deep rooted internal feelings are the ones that are really being reflected in your future results. Like you can't just put like a positive affirmation over a negative feeling and get a positive result. It's the deep rooted negative feeling that, or the deep rooted feelings, the subconscious feelings that always win. So that's what I really learned when I say your thoughts create your results is I learned that I had to really look at how I was really feeling and, and what I was thinking and bring awareness to those deep rooted thoughts and feelings, because those were the ones that were actually dictating what was happening in my life. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big journaler. I love gratitude and affirmations and all of those things. But what I was learning was that my affirmations weren't, I don't, I don't want to say they weren't working, but they weren't really generating the results that I wanted because deeply rooted in my subconscious or in my gut feelings, it wasn't a match. So there was that mismatch. And that's why I say it's more than just your thoughts that create your results. It's the thoughts and the feelings that are deeply in your subconscious that are really dictating what, what your future creates. So that was number one. So number two, the answers are found in the actions that we take. And here's the thing. Indecision has got to be the worst feeling in the entire world. And I've had a lot of experience with indecision. I used to be somebody who really struggled, not, I wouldn't say really struggled in making decisions. I definitely do things, but when there was something that I was faced with, that was like a big risk, God, I could sit on that for weeks and feel like absolute garbage going, should I, or shouldn't I? Oh my gosh. And like, like going down a rabbit hole of negativity and, and like, what if all of this stuff happens? But then I'm like, oh, but I feel like I really need this. And like spending days and hours and, and just trying to figure out what I should do. And that's like the worst feeling in the world. Indecision is the worst feeling in the world. And if you want to know if something is right for you or not, you, you make a decision and you go for it. And if it's not the right decision, then you make another decision. The actions we take hold feedback. And that feedback tells us whether something is going to be good for us or not good for us. So if you want to find out if you should start the business, start going down the road, start the business, see what happens, see how you feel about it. Like you can't possibly plan out something all on paper in your head and see an outcome and go, okay, well, I'm going to go and make this decision now because I've mapped out all the steps and this is how it's going to turn out. And so I'm going to go ahead now and do it because the way you've mapped it out in your head, isn't the way it's going to (laughs) happen. You've got to take the actions and get the feedback to see one, how it makes you feel to see what, like, there are going to be things that pop up that you had no idea and didn't anticipate. And so to find out whether something is really for you or not, you've got to take an action. You've got to go down and explore it. And that's something that I've really, really learned, not only through some of the programs and things that I've taken, you know, in the quantum leap strategy, they talk a lot about pursuit and the action is where you get the answers is where you find out how to do the thing is you've got to start moving. You've got to start doing things. And then that feedback is going to tell you what your next step should be. 
And, um, you know, I've taken a lot of risks in my life, quit my corporate job in 2010, you know, to start a network marketing career, had no idea what I was doing. And, you know, that was a decision that I had to make and an action that I had to take and, you know, to explore, to see if this was going to be what I thought it was going to be. And it turned out to be amazing. And then, you know, again, leaving network marketing to start coaching, like, you know, I've had to take a lot of actions in it. And as much as those actions could potentially be scary, they could also potentially be amazing, but you won't know until you actually take the action and get the feedback. So number two answers are found in the actions. Number three is there are no mistakes. It all contributes to your purpose. And this was something that I learned closer to the end of the year, as I had made some transitions in my life and in my business even though for me, some of those things felt like, oh my gosh, maybe I made a mistake. You know, maybe I shouldn't have done that, or maybe I shouldn't have done mindset coaching only. And I should have just stayed in business. There was all these like shoulds and feeling like I had made errors or, you know, made wrong choices at the end, you know, where I am right now, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, all of those things actually happened for a reason because now I incorporate all of the mindset stuff that I learned when I made that pivot into the business coaching that I do and, and the business coaching that I started with, you know, that's, that's still stuff that's relevant to me today. And it's like, it, it all equals kind of where I am right now. It all contributes to everything that I coach with my clients and the way that my business is set up, like it, like it all is a part of it. So there are no mistakes in my opinion, we do things, we learn something and then we do something else. And all of those experiences, whether they were right or wrong, taught, they teach you something and it all contributes to that next level, that next space, that, that, that next place you're going. Like, to be honest, it's all just decisions that you're making. And then, like I said, you know, number two answers are found in the actions. You're making these decisions, you're taking these actions. And if it doesn't work out the way that you thought it was, it's not a mistake. It's just giving you the feedback that this isn't the way to do it, or this isn't the way that you want to do it. And so now you make another decision and you take another action. So number three, there are no mistakes. It all contributes to your purpose. That is absolutely something that I truly believe in. I have learned that myself this year many times. There's a lot of different decisions that I made that kind of felt like maybe I shouldn't have done that. But looking back hindsight, we know is always 2020, right? Looking back, I'm like, oh no, that's why that happened. I wouldn't have got that information if I hadn't have taken that step. And that information led me to this, which was really good and awesome in my life. So there are no mistakes. They're absolutely not. There are just actions. And then you get the feedback. Now, number four is been a really tough one for me to learn, but it is something that I absolutely now without a doubt trust. And that is to trust my instincts because they know shit. And everybody needs to hear this message is that your instincts that inner guidance, that feeling that you get, I, you, know, you call it your spidey sense, your gut instincts, um, your, you know, the, your inner knowing, inner guidance, whatever you want to call it, it will not lead you wrong. It will not lead you down the wrong path. And there were so many times in my life, I look back at this year where I could tell that there was something that just wasn't going well for me, but I kept going down it because I kept going down the road because I felt bad by either leaving or, um, you know, most of the time it was me being a part of something and it just wasn't feeling right for me anymore. And I, and I stayed in it because I felt like I had to, and that 
wasn't me trusting my instincts. My instincts were trying to tell me something. And by staying in it longer, it just made it worse. And so I started to learn to trust my instincts. If I was feeling not great about something, if I was like getting that feeling like I shouldn't do this anymore, or I should go down and do this instead, or whatever the instincts were trying to guide me to is I've really learned that I got to trust that shit. It knows what it's talking about. And when I started trusting it, when I started to um, make decisions, even though those decisions sometimes were hard, that when I trusted it, it always worked out. It always made me feel better. And the minute that I made the decision, I could feel the release. It was like, almost like my instincts were like going, okay, thank you. We've been trying to tell you to do this forever. Thank you for finally doing it. (laughs) And then, and then I felt this, like, like this weight off my shoulders. And so trusting your instincts is so powerful. And it is a knowing, it is a feeling. It's like, you just know in your heart that this isn't for you or that it is for you. Sometimes making those decisions that, you know, yeah, it's really easy to know like, oh yeah, this isn't for me. I can feel this. It just doesn't feel good. But when something does feel really good, you know, like I hired a new coach this year and it was way out of my comfort zone budget wise, but I knew my gut instincts were like the answers you seek are in here. And I knew it. I just knew it in my, my soul. And I had that to trust my instincts and go, okay, you're guiding me to this. I've been guided to this. Literally. I don't even know how I found this coach to be honest. It it was, it seemed like it popped out of the blue, but I was guided to her. It's Rose Radford. And it was like out of my budget, but I knew that there were answers in her coaching that I needed for my business and that I wanted to teach my, my clients as well. And so I made the scary investment and I trusted my gut and you know what? It's worked out. (laughs) It's worked out amazingly. It's actually shifted my whole entire business. Um, I have, you know, more confident than I've ever been. I am like, everything just has changed. So that was, you know, trusting my instincts on a positive side. It was like, you need to go down this road. You, you will figure it out. Don't worry. You know? So, you know, trusting your instincts, um, they're, they, they will never steer you wrong. Number five, and this has been probably one of the most difficult ones for me. And I think it's a difficult one for a lot of people, especially, with the world of social media and, you know, everything that's happening in the world is number five is stop comparing. It sucks the fun out of life. And this has been, like I said, a hard one for me being an entrepreneur in the online space, you know, with all of these other entrepreneurs who are in the online space and everybody's kind of doing the same things and everybody's, you know, out there teaching and and sharing results and all of those things. It can be really difficult not to compare yourself to other people and the other businesses and the results that they get. Um, I don't know if you guys feel that. I definitely have felt that in the past and putting myself in a space of going like, okay, she's got this, she's doing this in her business. She's getting these results. Like I need to have that. I need to do those things. I need to do things exact same way so that I can get those things in like that comparison mode really, really just, it really does suck the fun out of things. And it sucks the life out of you because here's the thing, like you can't get to where you want to go trying to be like someone else. You just can't, you can't, you can't try and do things the exact same way somebody else is doing them and get the same results. It just doesn't work. And so I really had to, I, I mean, you know, I took me a long time. I think I'm competitive by nature. I'm a Leo. I don't know. I've always just liked to be good at what I'm doing. I just, you know, that's always just been a part of me, but 
I've realized that the only person that I need to be in competition with is myself. And is like, did I do better than I did yesterday? Have I been doing better than I have in the past months? Am I, you know, um, you know, am I, am I doing better in the way that I'm thinking? Am I doing the better in the way that I'm showing up? Am I challenging myself to be better? And that's way more fun. <laughs> it's way more fun to, to be in competition with yourself and try and be better than you were yesterday than it is to compete with somebody else. Cause you're, it's a losing battle trying to compete with somebody else. It really is. And that's what gets really hard. So you really want to stop comparing. And so that might mean you might have to unfollow or mute or turn things off in order for you to stay focused on what you are doing in the way that you are doing it right? So there are no rules around what you have to do in in your business. You get to make the rules. That's actually one of my things from 2021. It'll be in the next lesson, but it's definitely something that you are in control of. The comparison game is not going to help you. It's actually going to push your goals farther away. That's what I've learned. I've had to turn it off and I've had to really just focus on what am I doing? How am I being better than I was yesterday? And that was a a big lesson for 2021 for sure. And here's the thing. Everybody's journey is different. Like you can't fully compare yourself to somebody else. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what's going on in their world. Like you don't know what, if even what you're seeing on social media is even real or true. So you could be comparing yourself to something that isn't even real. And now you've created this negative vortex for yourself. And it just keeps you in a neg- in a, in a not great space. So turn off the comparison. It sucks the fun and life out of you and just play your own game. Uh, and that's one of the biggest lessons for me in 2021. Number six is nothing is as scary as I made it in my head. <laughs> this is so true, right? Like how many times do you want to go and make a decision or you, you have something that you want to do in your life or your business, but you're scared because it's unknown. You're taking a step into something new, whether it's investing into something, a coach or a program or making a pivot in your career, or kind of like going back to where we said answers are found in the actions. It's like, you want to take an action, but you're scared because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. We make things so much bigger in our heads than they actually are. And so one of the things that I've really learned this year is to ask myself questions. When I started to really feel like the scarcity setting in of like, oh my gosh, but what if this happens? Or what if that happens? Or what if I can't pay for that? Or what if I, what if this doesn't happen? Or what if nobody signs up? Or like all those stupid what ifs that start to plague you when you want to make a decision in your life, that stuff's hard. Like we make it worse in our head than it actually is. And every single time that I have made a decision or every single time that I have, yeah, had a scary thing going on in my mind and then actually made the decision and did it, it was never as bad, never as bad as I made it in my head. And so it's creating the awareness around that fact so that when you start to create stories in your head, you can ask yourself questions. Is that really true? You know, Shana, is that really true? Is that really going to happen? Are they really going to think that? Do you really think that's going to happen? And when you start to ask yourself those questions around a scenario that you're building up in your mind, you actually start to see how crazy it is and how out of out of touch it is and how illogical those stories that you create actually are. And then you can find comfort in the fact that no, that's, those things aren't going to happen. People aren't really feeling that way. Okay. I'm going to make this decision. I still don't know what's going to happen. I still have a bit of fear. Obviously fear is something that's never going to go away when you have to make a big action in your life, 
but you can at least reduce the terrifying, I'm going to die feeling if I make this decision or people are going to hate me if I make this decision. Because obviously a lot of those stories are absolutely not true. And it helps you be able to make the decision, take the action, get the feedback, so on and so forth. Okay. Number seven. And then we're going to wrap this up for today. And then I will do the next, uh, in part two, we will tackle the next seven, Um, But number seven, and this one is just perfect spot to end this today is going with the flow. Isn't just a nice saying it is essential for success. Yeah. And you know, we're ending this here today, but this has probably been the biggest lesson for me this year. I am somebody who used to consistently be in reaction mode. You know, something would happen, um, you know, there wasn't enough money in the bank for something, or, you know, a a bill would come in that I wasn't expecting or something said that they were going to sign up for something. And then they didn't like all of these things. And I would have this instant reaction of like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that's happened. Like, how am I going to get out of this? Or how am I going to fix this? Or what am I going to do? And I used to actually be a fixer. It would be like something would happen and I would react and then I would go into action mode and try and fix it. Right. And that is sometimes the worst thing that you can do. So I have learned to slow down. I have learned to chill and like ease up and really like, okay, this is happening. It's not the worst thing in the world. How am I going to respond to this versus instantly having a reaction? It's like, okay, this is happening. Let's assess it. Okay. Let's figure out the solution because here's the thing. In every obstacle, there is always a solution. And we as human beings instinctively always look for the problem. When something happens and we go into reaction mode, we are focused on the problem. We are focused on, oh my gosh, this has happened. I can't believe this. What am I going to do? This is horrible. And we go and focus all on the negative things that happened in that situation. However, in that same exact situation, there are also positives. There's also a solution. There's also the answer to fix it, the answer to solve it, right? But you can't find that if you are insanely focused on the negative thing that's going on, if you're focused on the problem. So this is where you need to slow down and go with the flow, ease up, respond to the situation, take some time and find the solution. Okay. This is happening. Yep. This is happening. I'm not, I'm not ignoring the fact that this is happening, but I'm not going to freak out over it because that isn't going to help me find the solution. In fact, that's actually going to stop me from finding the solution. I need to chillax. I need to go with the flow here and I'm going to wait and find the the right solution because I think a lot of times we think things need to be solved right then and there, or it's going to get worse. And that's not the case. You know, sometimes you can take a couple of days to let something simmer down and get your thinking proper before you actually make the decision, right? You have time to, to sort through it. Going with a flow sometimes means pausing, taking some time with it. And before you make a decision, before you make an action where old me used to make an action right away because I needed to fix it. I needed this to go away right now. (laughs) And so there was no going with the flow prior to even this year. And so that is definitely one thing I've learned. And I've learned that when I do take the time to respond, let it just percolate for a bit, look for the solution, not rush anything. One, it was never as bad as I made it seem. And two, the solution would come to me and it was so easy. It was like not hard where when I started to react and try and fix it right then and there, it was always hard. It was always difficult. It was like, I was going, it was like, I was trying to fix it against resistance. And so by just allowing myself to go with the flow, respond, give myself that time, I've been able to overcome obstacles, 
way easier than trying to do it the old way. There is part one of the 21 things that 2021 has taught me. Thoughts create your results. Thoughts and feelings, I would say, create your results. Answers are found in your actions is number two. Number three, there are no mistakes. It all contributes to your purpose. Number four, trust your instincts. They know shit. Number five, stop comparing because it sucks the fun and the life out of you. Number six, nothing is as scary as it is in your head. And number seven, going with the flow isn't just a nice saying. It's essential for your success. So there you have it. Let me know out of these ones, which one was your favorite and stay tuned for part two, where I go through um, number eight to 14 of the 21 things that I have learned in 2021. All right, everyone. I hope that you uh, enjoyed this. And what's something you learned? Let me know. If you are listening to the podcast right now, I'd love to hear from you on Instagram at Quantum Leap Queen. Send me a DM and let me know something you've learned in 2021. Or if you're watching me here on the live, pop it in the comments. I would love to know what your biggest lessons were for this year. All right, everyone, have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It is my hope that this chat today helped you become relentless in the pursuit of your dreams. If you loved it, please leave an honest review on iTunes. It helps more people find this podcast, this content. And as always, I love when you share screenshots of these episodes on your iPhone into your iStories and tag me in it. I always reshare them and send you a personal thank you message every single time you do it. So thanks so much for joining. Until next time, be relentless in your pursuit.